got rhythm, I got music, I got my man who could ask for anything more. I got days. Welcome back to the Say It Again podcast. My name is Anthony Kane. Um, <laughs> miss me? Holy shit. I kind of didn't mean to take a uh, take a multi-week break there, but uh, just a bunch of bullshit happened. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's not bullshit, but it's just life. A lot of fun stuff happened, actually, but, you know, the podcast is also fun. So, hey, we're back. We're back in the saddle again. Um, so, shit. I mean, what have I... Well, first off, this is my second attempt recording this podcast because I, I literally recorded a pretty solid 30, 40 minutes, 20, 30... I don't know. You know what? 30 minutes. I'm not going to guesstimate. <laughs> it's 30 minutes. It was, I, I recorded about a 30-minute episode. I got 30 minutes in, and I was about halfway done. And then uh, my recorder is just like, oh, right air. And I lost it. And I don't really fucking know uh, what to uh, what to do about that. That's just one of those acts of God. And that's one of those things that just makes me feel cursed with technology. And I'm sure there's some fucking tech bro out there who's all like, well, you know, the reason that you fucking, uh, there was a writing error is because you did this, this, and this. And, oh, if you knew, if you knew the fucking JPEG of the, of the Wozniak of the fucking bullshit and the blah, 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 and a bunch of other tech terms I don't know or really care to know, but I'm glad you know, um, fuck you the thing's just out to get me <laughs> no um it's just stupid and I, I hate losing a podcast back in the day there was this one time uh, the very first podcast i ever did um uh, me and my buddy recorded we did literally did like an hour dude like a full fucking hour and then it was just like psych it's gone actually <laughs> and that's just and it's just like what are you gonna do it's just like hey I know you just recorded that whole like hour long podcast, but it's gone now and you can actually just go ahead and eat shit from the jar with a big old dessert spoon and fuck your face. Honestly, uh, that's how it feels. At least it feels like an attack. Um, whatever, man. So anyway, we're trying again. Um, so what's been going? Okay. Let's catch up. Let's catch up. What was the first thing that the, okay. So last episode. Okay. Yeah. So I took a week off originally because my roommates, uh, Carly and Aaron, shout out to them. I got married and I was actually, I actually uh, officiated the ceremony and this is so fucking stupid. So this is like legit <laughs> kind of embarrassing to talk. About. I am an ordained minister. I can perform uh, weddings, funerals, baptisms, whatever you might need. Um, I did it online <laughs> because, oh God, this is so fucking embarrassing. So in like eighth grade, like seventh or eighth grade, I think I'm going to say seventh grade because I think it was 2013. Um, in, you know, uh, in a, in a bid to, uh, make myself more interesting and hopefully people and girls would like me i uh i heard on one of the many sitcoms that i grew up watching uh you know they did a joke about like oh you know oh i got ordained online i can perform the wedding i think it was friends actually i think it was actually legitimately friends i think it was the episode um not the episode but they were talking about like oh who's gonna marry holy fuck who was it i think it was ross i think it was ross and emily why do I know this? I don't even like friends that much. <laughs> Why do I know this? Uh, it was when they uh, get married in like the bombed out uh, set or whatever. And then uh, Joey's all like, hey, I'm ordained. I can do this. I did it online. And then I was like, oh, shit. People will think I'm cool if I do that. So I did it. It's distressingly easy. Um, <laughs> all I did was just Google uh, online or get ordained online. And it led me to the Universal Life Church. Shout out to the uh, ULC. Uh, it's really easy. You just go on, you enter your name. It, uh, 
enters you into the system and uh, is all like at the very end it's like now do you promise do you super duper pinky promise swear that you're not going to use this power for evil and you know they're they're basically saying like hey you're not going to marry anyone without their consent you're not going to do this this and this and then you're like no nah, I'm not going to do that and then they're like all right <laughs> and that's it and uh, you don't even have to buy a, a, um, a certificate but I did I spent $25 to get this fucking certificate. You want to know how stupid I am, actually? I bought the certificate just to hang on my wall because, again, I thought it'd make me more interesting. It really doesn't. It kind of just sits there and reminds me of what a fucking loser I was in middle school and continue to be. Um, I bought that, and then I also have like the uh, a card version of the certificate. So if anyone doesn't believe me, I can just whip out the card. It's not like a legal document, but it's just like, hey, I'm a minister. <laughs> And so it's very cool. And so, you know, I, I get ordained online. And then the next day at school, I'm all like, hey, guess what? I fucking got ordained online and I can perform weddings. And then people are like, that's cool. And then they immediately moved on because we were like 12 or 13 or however old you are in middle school. Because I don't really remember. And we moved the fuck on. And it did not make me any more interesting or any more popular. But, and, you know, I would always talk about it, and it was a fun little thing. It was an interesting little quirk about me uh, through high school. I say that. No one gave a shit, but I... Uh, and then uh, cut to my mid to late 20s, and uh, all my friends are getting married and having kids, and no one talks to me anymore. But, you know, it's whatever. It's fine. You know, I wouldn't expect people to give up. <laughs> hey, ignore your wife and children so that you can come hang out with me. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I'm definitely that kind of guy. Um and so, yeah, it, people ask me, my friends have been asking me over the last couple of years to do their, uh, do their weddings. I've done, uh, one, two, three, f- three or four, I think. And, uh, you know, yeah, they know that I'll do it for free, whatever. That's, you know, <laughs> Hey, I get to do it and it's fun. And I get to share in, uh, the love because I love my friends. Uh, I, I really do. I, I love my friends a lot and getting to, uh, be a part of their wedding in any capacity and getting to be the one to actually marry them and make that shit real. It's a blessing. It's an honor. It's, it really is. And, uh, and I couldn't appreciate it more. So, uh, their wedding was really nice. I've, I've, I've shot a bunch of weddings. I've shot, I'll say, I'll say I've shot about 20 weddings. Cause like, look, wedding photographers get paid disgustingly well for, a pretty quote unquote easy job. Now it's not an easy job. It's a lot of time and gigs are a lot of work, especially like a big one like this. I think they're like 200 people or 150 people or whatever. It's a lot of work. I'm not saying that, but you know, it's not, you know, digging ditches. (laughs) It ain't digging ditches or anything, but you know, it's like, and I like photography and shooting video. It's like, I could probably do like pretty decent money if I shot more weddings, but I really fucking hate doing it because it takes a long time. Oh boy, I've shot weddings by myself, like without uh, my uh, my wedding photography friends who have their own company, and I just shoot for them. Uh, I've done my own, and fuck, is it a nightmare, dude? It takes so long to edit photos and videos, and it's for weddings that like I care about because you know it's a job, but it's like people I don't really know, and so I'm like, oh god, I want to be doing like anything else, and so I think shooting weddings is pretty brutal, honestly. I knew this one chick who. Uh, she did a wedding service or a wedding photography sir uh thing company thing you know whatever she shot weddings and uh she literally made like uh what was that 
like 10 grand a month, honestly, because I think she charged like two or three grand per wedding. And you can charge that much. That's the thing. This is okay. This is okay. Get rich chip, get rich quick scheme right now. Buy a nice camera, download Lightroom, find a preset in Lightroom that works for you and shoot weddings because you could just copy paste the preset in Lightroom and you'll make a lot of money. And I don't want to do it because it really sucks to do and is really, really, really creatively draining on me. And just in general, weddings are whatever. You ever go to a wedding and it's like the ceremony's way too long? Like I went to this, we had, we had this one wedding. I'm pretty sure it was like a, a Christian wedding and it was in a church. And, you know, it was these pups, you know, 18, 19. Hey, do you want to marry? If you if you found your soulmate and want to get married at 18, 19, cool. I'm not judging. I really think that's tight. Um, but they had like fuck they had so many people from their family like come up and talk and oh boy religious weddings drive me nuts because that joke in wedding crashers where they're talking about um corinthians one that's true every wedding has corinthians one and if you're not familiar corinthians one is um love is patient love is kind it does not want it does not blah, 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 blah. it's a terrible fucking li- well it's not terrible i mean it's the bible you know <laughs> you know whoever wrote the bible is a fucking hack dude it's not terrible it's just done to death and i am i an asshole for saying that i'll let you decide um so you know long weddings like that are fucking brutal and uh, it sucks but i like doing the weddings i like actually writing a ceremony and being able to get up in front you know have an audience you know <laughs> the performer and me kind of takes over um and so this wedding was great it was beautiful the uh, the suits were blue they were rented they looked fucking pimp we looked like pimps dude I got to be in like all the wedding party because I was technically part of the wedding party. I, my boy, my boy Aaron actually said a really nice thing to me. He said, "If you, uh, if you hadn't been officiating, you'd be my best man." And I'm like, I was like, "Wow, that's really fucking sweet of you to say." Actually, so right before the wedding, gorgeous venue. It's this place, Wolf Lakes, right right outside of town. Gorgeous. There's a lake. Like the venue's great. Their food. Holy fuck, their food. Oh, my God. It's, it's so good. It's all made, like, in-house. It's really nice. So before the ceremony, I'm talking to the uh, I'm talking to the DJ slash video photographer guys, right? <clears throat> you know, and I'm all, like, getting mic'd up. You know, they, they put a lav on me, and then they give me a backup mic. And I was like, I can just, I mean, it's in a tiny. It was, like, at least 100 people in this little place. But I was like, it's tiny, and I can, like, enunciate. Enunciate, is that the word? I don't know. I could talk loud, basically. And uh, they were all like, okay. And what was it? We were fighting against the light, I think. I think we were trying to get to golden hour because we'd either, and I don't remember because I'm a bad friend, but I, uh, we were either, we'd either shot some photos before and then we're going to try and do some more like group photos during uh, golden hour to really like capture it or, you know, something like that, you know, we were fighting against golden hour basically. And so everyone, these guys, the DJ and the wedding and the photographer video guys were like, okay, so if you could just kind of keep it short, um, or not keep it short, but they were like, if you could just kind of keep it moving, that'd be really great. Cause we're really trying to catch this light. It was like five thirty or something like that. So we were really fighting against the clock or it was like five o'clock. Um, and so we were really fighting against the, the time on that one, fighting against the light on that one. And they're like, yeah, if you could just kind of like keep it moving, keep it moving, that'd be awesome. Um, if you could just keep it under, if you could just keep it under like 10 minutes, that'd be perfect. And I'm like, dude, 10 minutes. I'm not going to do a 10 minute ceremony. The ceremony I wrote was two pages and I say two pages. I just made the font big so that I could just glance down if I need to. 
Um, without the font and the double spacing, honestly, my ceremony would have been like barely a page, if that. And like, and and most of that's just like the vows, you know what I mean? And uh, and so I was like, I was like, uh, it's not my first, it's not my first, <laughs> not my first rodeo. I'm all trying to connect with them. I was all like, yeah, you, you know, I shoot weddings too. Like they fucking give a shit. <laughs> like they give a shit. Um, and so yeah, so we go, we do the ceremony. Carly looked beautiful. Aaron looked handsome. Getting to see Carly walk down the aisle and uh, cry. It was very sweet. And I, I just got to say, and I've done weddings for my friends before, but this just, it always reminds me like, wow, what a, it's just an honor to be able to, I don't know, stand up there with them, stand up there with my friends, stand between them and be able to uh, share in the love, consum- not consummate their love. That's not the, <laughs> that's not the right word, but you know, just like make it real. It's cool. And it is making it real. And that's why I love weddings because you make it so real that you have to get the courts and the state involved to make it not real. That's cra- That's actually crazy. So it was just really nice to be up there with them. There's some great pictures of me and Aaron standing there waiting for car or watching Carly walk down the aisle. Wow. It's just what a, what an experience. And so I do my ceremony. It's really nice. I get some tears from the, from the crowd. That was the goal. Cause I'm, I'm writing this ceremony and I'm like, Oh man, we making bitches cry with this. Oh shit. We're going to make some people cry. Um, and it was, it was really nice. And, uh, I kind of fucked it. Well, I mean, we all kind of fucked up. It, it was a bit of a, we fumbled the play a little bit at the end because, uh, no one, myself included, uh, realized that I hadn't left a portion for the rings. It was very much just like, hey, here's some words. Here's the vows. All right, here we go. <laughs> kiss. And so it was. I think it was like right after the kiss. They were all like, oh, shit, can we get the rings? And then we had this like really awkward moment before we got to leave. It was like after the kiss. And uh, they grabbed the rings, put them on really quick. And I was standing there like, oh, no, dude, I fucked up. But... And maybe I'm just trying to drag people down with me, but you know, no one else noticed either. So I mean, it's not all my fault. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It is. It is. I fucked up. I definitely should have kept that in mind. But you know, sorry I ruined the wedding. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> sorry I completely ruined your guys's wedding. They don't listen to this. Um, so it was just a nice time. And then um, open bar. So I drank a lot of champagne and wine. Not as much as I wanted to because I drove. So, you know, we had to play it safe. Um, but I drank quite a little bit of champagne. Um, I love, you know, the dancing starts. And this is a get ready for the whitest thing that I'll say today. This is the whitest thing that I'll, <laughs> that was a white, <laughs> white thing in itself to say. Um, <clears throat> I love, okay, well, this is going to sound stupid because I hate that song. That's all, you know, the fucking, um, oh, wow, oh, one hop this time. Bah slide to the right but i hate i fucking hate that song it's too many steps i don't know i feel like it's just like too much it's almost like the micro not the macarena it's not about too many steps it's just like so structured you know now that said i heavily heavily fuck with the cupid shuffle awesome song gets people out there it's simple i mean to the right to the right to the right to the right to the left to the left to the left to the left like come on it's simple and it's fun and it's not as corny, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe it is, and you guys are going to clown me for that, but whatever. Um, there was a uh, little after party at her grandma's place. That The fucking after party started at midnight 30, so me and my girlfriend didn't get home until like 4 in the morning. It was ridiculous. Because my girlfriend was a bridesmaid, and she looked beautiful. Love you, baby. Um, so we got home at 4. The whole next day, we're in recovery. 
we didn't do anything that day except uh, we went out to return the suits, um, buy some food and edibles, and uh, then we came, went back to our place and uh, watched Five Nights at Freddy's. And then The Meg. We also watched The Meg right after, which is actually not a terrible flick. I hate to say it. should have been rated R. Need more need more kills and gore and stuff. But hey, it, it's a good flick. So that was like the first big thing. Fuck, what, what was right after that? Halloween was like literally a day or two after that. And uh, we didn't do too much, but we did we did some, st- you know, it's Halloween. You're always doing shit. Um, so, <clears throat> so it was wedding right into Halloween. And then right after that was my birthday. And so uh, birthday was not birthday was nice. Happy late birthday to me. Happy like month late birthday to me. Uh, big 28. He's 28 now. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I don't want this to sound like me bragging, but like it was just a really lovely day. Spent like a couple hours with my, my lady. We were just running around town, just having a nice little day to ourselves met up with a bunch of my like my 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 circle you know people I the people I love the most who could be there because you know Carly and Aaron were on their honeymoon they were on the east coast uh I got a buddy in Nevada I got a buddy in Monterey they couldn't have made it but you know anyone who could have made it did and it was just awesome and two of my fucking friends fucking Ben and Isaiah shout out to my dad's got me a ps5 like huh (laughs) I did not see that coming at all and then my girl got me this pimp uh hogwarts lego that i just finished and oh it's it's just cool i'm not trying to like sit here and brag and talk about how sick that was but it's just like i don't know i felt really loved and i think that's uh, a bit of an underrated feeling because my birthday makes me sad i don't know I, I i've seen people who um don't like their birthdays and just like ruin it for everybody and themselves but i mean for me it's more just like i don't know makes me a little sad reminds me that like time (laughs) this is obvious statement but time doesn't stop i feel like i've kind of wasted my life up to this point haven't really done that much you know i've got all these movies that i want to make and still haven't i'm fucking almost 30 and so you know i feel old but then you know there's always some fucking world-class intellect who's like the same people who are all like american cheese isn't real cheese and it's like you're not fucking old you're 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 only 28 and i'm like okay well thanks i know i'm not old i know i'm not like 80 years old great i still feel old sorry i don't know what to tell you but getting to go have dinner and spend some time with all my favorite people i mean no <laughs> not including the ones that weren't there that couldn't make it that was just really nice and it reminded me in a way that the birthday is not something to be scared of and i think that that is a uh, that's a very uh, nice sentiment um yeah, and then there were two weeks there where I uh, just got lazy. <laughs> so right after my birthday, we go to San Diego. Me, uh, my girl, and a uh, friend of hers, we went to uh, San Diego for a concert. Went and saw this dude, Moreau. He's good. Moreau's good, and I think you should go check him out. To me, personally, he a lot of his music just kind of sounds the same. That's just me. He's not bad. I just, I don't know. His songs kind of all blend together to me. Um, but, you know, if a beautiful girl asks you if you want to go to a concert in San Diego. It doesn't matter who it is. You know, you say yes. And so we went, saw the concert. We actually met Moreau. I didn't even recognize him. I was, I had this, Oh God, it was fucking awkward. So he's at the merch table. I guess no one noticed or like no one knew what he looked like or whatever. Um, so, but, um, my girl and her friend, they, uh, they, they noticed and they're like, is that fucking Moreau? And so we go, we say hi. Um, 
we get a picture, you know, they get a picture and everything, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm not like a fan. I don't hate him. I'm just, I don't really listen to a lot of his music. And so I was like, you know, I'll be the, I'll be the boyfriend. I'll be the uh, picture taker or whatever. At this really awkward moment where he was all, you know, they're like, Hey, can we get, oh, we're going to get some shirts. And he's like, awesome. Uh, all right, here you go. Three. Uh, what size are you asking me what size I am? And I'm like, uh, and then, Oh dude, I'm going to fucking die. And I, <laughs> I know he doesn't care. You know, he's got other fish to fry, but I mean, I was all like, Oh no no! Just to thank you. <laughs> just had to like. Oh man, I felt so bad. I was like, gosh, I I, I genuinely considered just spending sixty dollars on a on a hoodie just to avoid the awkwardness. But I was like, that's just don't do that, don't do that. That's stupid. It was a good concert. He put on a great show, and the opener was awesome too. But. I fucking hate these concerts where no one dances and they're just fucking standing there or like they're just recording the whole thing. I hate that shit. I'm not going to go on my concert rant. I'll save that for another time, but I just, I hate that shit. And the crowd was kind of dead. And I kind of feel like he realized that because there was a part that seemed like, uh, <laughs> it seemed like that part where the, uh, the show would end. And then, you know, if the crowd's really, really crazy, uh, they'll come back out for an encore. Uh, they did not do an encore whatever hey it was still a great show like i said still a great show next day we uh bummed around gas lamp and uh, balboa park i love i love san diego i love the gas lamp quarter i i hadn't been to balboa park in a long time but i love balboa park i think gas lamp has uh probably the best nightlife in america <laughs> it's just my personal favorite i i think i that might be my favorite city san diego i love downtown and the gas lamp area it's just Oh, it's just so cool down there. Oh, man, I love it. Um, I got way too drunk. <laughs> way too drunk because we decided to stop off at this bar that I really like, the Tipsy Crow. Shout out the Tipsy Crow. Check it out if you're down there. Um, and uh, we got a party punch bowl for three people and we just drank too much. And But it was a lot of fun. You know, we just <laughs> bummed around. And then there was a two-week period there where I don't have an excuse for not recording an episode. <laughs> I just kind of didn't do it. I got busy with work. I mean, that's... That's not an excuse. That's just literally what happened. I did get busy with work. It's a nightmare right now with the holidays coming up. And, uh, yeah, and that's kind of where I've been. Thanksgiving happened, and then, uh, yeah, so here we are. We're back. Uh, I actually, uh, I don't know. I hate missing a week. I like doing the weekly, and it just feels good. I don't know. It's nice making content, if that if you'll <laughs> bear with me on that. So a little bit of on that note, little some programming notes here, guys. This episode is going to go up, what day is it? It's the 29th right now. This is either going to go up uh, this weekend or maybe on the 6th. And so then uh, we're going to have uh, at least three or four episodes this week, this month. Um, I I recorded a, a little, I was going to put it up as an episode, but I felt bad because it, I fucking, I, um, I took, oh God, I feel like such a trash person, but I, I drank some edible drinks. They make these weed-infused like teas and stuff, and it's like ten milligrams. It's not crazy. I drank four, and um, you know, I didn't get blitzed out of my mind or anything. I'm still confident, but you know, I uh, I got high and I decided to um, talk about the 2008 Oscars. And the drinks really started to hit like the second I started recording, and so it just kind of devolved and kind of became a bit of a disaster because at one point I realized. I was trying to make a point about 2008 being a really good year for movies, which it was. Um, but I, the point that I was trying to make was like, oh, this person got nominated. And um, I realized I was talking about 2009, and I realized that halfway through. So it's kind of fucking embarrassing, I'm not going to lie. 
But I, uh, I'll probably put that out as a bonus episode instead of like an actual full release, just because I feel bad. Feels like cop out a little bit. Um, and then that week of the of Christmas, where it's the twenty fourth to the thirtieth, and then you know just the whole that whole end of the month just is a nightmare. You know, you got you got Christmas Eve, then Christmas, and then there's like that no man's land of like four or five days. I think it's like four days, five days between uh, Christmas and New Year's Eve. That just this no man's land of time that just like doesn't feel like reality. It's weird. It's so weird because it's like, ah, just it's just feels weird. The world doesn't feel real in that in that week. But um, so the end of the month, I'm gonna be uh, taking another little break, kind of get ready for the new year, get through the holidays. My mother's coming into town. Uh, spend some time with family, my lady, friends, you know, we're taking a, a, a two week break there probably just to kind of settle back in and then I'll be back in uh, first or second week of January. So you can look forward to at least three or four episodes this month. Uh, one of the uh, episodes we're going to be doing is the, uh, the roundup, the movie roundup of the year. So look forward to that. I love doing that every year. I love talking about all the movies I saw in theaters. I didn't see a lot of movies in theaters this year, unfortunately, but I did catch them, and I did catch them on streaming, like FNAF I saw on Peacock, which is just <laughs> hilarious. I like the, the that dual release. I think that's a cool thing. Uh, anyways, um, oh, God, Christmas. Sorry, I just started thinking about Christmas. Dude, I uh, my girlfriend and roommates don't listen to this podcast, I don't think, so I'm just going to level with you guys. I'm fucking freaking out about getting gifts for these people because I don't know what to get anybody, dude. I'm such a bad gift giver. When did I become this guy? Like, I used to be awesome. I used to love giving, and I love giving gifts, but I used to be awesome at, like, getting gifts. Like, I'd always pick out a really cool or, like, thoughtful gift, and now I just, like, draw a blank every time I think about it. It sucks ass. God, I gotta I gotta figure that out. <laughs> and it sucks, too, because my friends got me a PS5, and my girlfriend got me a pimp Lego set, and I'm like, fuck, dude. I wish they were that easy. Dude, I'm so easy because I'm a child. I'm 28, but I'm a child. Just buy me toys or video games or money. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's all I want. Um, I'm realizing now as I talk and as we're hitting almost a half hour that I'm doing that thing that I hate. Um, I, I <laughs> how, you know, let's say like a YouTuber has a vlog and they're, uh, you know, it's like a clickbait. It's like, Hey, this thing happens, but it's a 40 minute episode or a 40 minute vlog. And then like the thing doesn't happen until like 20 minutes in because none of this is what I actually wanted to talk about. Um, so, guys, ladies and gentlemen, it's the end of the month, end of November. You know what that means? Not Thanksgiving because apparently Thanksgiving doesn't fucking matter because everyone's like, oh, Halloween's over, Christmas. And it's like, there's a whole month, dude. There's a whole month with a, with a, in my opinion, kind of a little bit of a nicer holiday because there's less, uh, I mean, look, I love Christmas. I love Christmas to death, but I don't know. I like Thanksgiving. There's a lot less pressure. It's more chill. Um... No, it's not Thanksgiving. It is Spotify wrapped. It's Spotify wrapped season. And uh, I love Spotify wrapped. I love seeing people Spotify wrapped at the end of the year, what they were listening to, what I was listening to. Uh, I, I I love it. And clown it all you want. I know people who clown on it. Fuck you, dude. I like Spotify wrapped. I like seeing what people listen to. I like sharing what I listen to. And uh, I wanted to do that since, you know, hey, I got a podcast. What else are you going to talk about? <laughs> Um, I want to give a big shout out to Spotify right now for one, having a really terrible shuffle system and two, just like making shit up. Like some of the stuff is cool. I, I will, I will not cap with you right now. The, um, 
Daylists are cool. You guys know about this? I didn't even know that daylists were a thing, but apparently it's like a playlist that Spotify makes for a personalized playlist that Spotify makes for you, I think, three or four times throughout the day. Uh, the big joke with me is that fucking every single one is like indie hipster afternoon or uh, what was the big one? The big one was I actually have the picture saved. It was um, it was bitter small town indie Wednesday. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. Hipster indie Tuesday morning. Happy indie alternative Tuesday afternoon. Upbeat hipster Wednesday morning. Like I feel attacked like it's fucking like I just feel so stupid, dude. I hate myself. Like honestly, everyone always called me a hipster in high school, but that's just because I wore flannels, and I really wasn't that big of a hipster. So this one goes out to you guys who always called me a hipster because who would have known what an alternative indie cunt I would have become <laughs> at the age of twenty-eight? So no, but Spotify just makes shit up, honestly. So they like the fucking genres, like. Okay, well let's just let's just start. Okay, I'll I'll bitch about Spotify throughout, <clears throat> and uh, when we get to the songs, I think what I'd like to do, I, you know, you'll hear the songs play under me a little bit, and uh, you know, you should listen to them anyway. We'll we'll get to that. So like they just make up genres of music. I feel like like look like my top genre this year was um, POV indie, which makes me feel old because I don't know what that means, um, but it's like. POV Indie and then Indie Tronica. Like, I don't know. I think Spotify is just making shit up at this point. So the genres, genres I don't really give a shit about, but just for posterity's sake, uh, POV Indie, whatever that is, rock, pop, Indie Tronica, and hip hop. Kind of just covering the bases, you know. I like I like indie music. I like alternative stuff. I like uh, I like stuff off the beaten path. So you know, there's gonna be a lot of um, underground bullshit. Probably bands you've never heard of or whatever, you know. They also started doing this thing that I cannot for the life of me understand who gives a shit, but it it did this thing. It does this thing where it's all like your listening habits brought you all around the world this year. And I was, and I'm looking at this and I was like, cause like the whole thing, the whole joke is that I wanted to save this. I, I wanted to watch the Spotify wrapped and give like a live reaction to what they were, to what my stuff was. But you know, my girlfriend was asking me what it is and I would feel abundantly stupid and ridiculous if I told my girlfriend, oh, I can't actually tell you what my Spotify wrapped is because I'm saving it for my podcast that no one listens to. I would feel very stupid if I did that. So I already know what we're in for here. But so I'm watching this and I'm thinking like, what does that mean? And so then apparently it like tells you where people who listen, a lot of people who listen to similar things uh, to you live, if that makes sense. Like, for example, mine is um, Madison, USA. It says uh, people there are far more likely to be fans of uh, groups that we'll get into. Um, Madison, I don't even know where that is. Uh, I'm going to look that up really quick. Madison, USA. Because I think the whole thing is that I kind of got into Midwest emo a little bit at the end of the year in a big, bad way. Dude, you guys got to check out this one song. It's a big music. (laughs) It's a music episode. Come on. Come on, you want some? Uh, you want some Midwest emo, dude? I've been fucking with the song Two Beers In" by Free Throw. Dope song, dope song. Um, so, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, uh, is that that's that was gonna be a really? I was about to be like, is Wisconsin the Midwest? I don't think it's considered the Midwest because it's pretty north actually. But whatever. So yeah, so I guess Madison, USA, is where my my kin my kin are. 
So that's cool. Um, again, I cannot really understand why anyone would give a shit, but hey, tight. Whatever, man. It's cool. But the main, the main event here. Should we do artists or um, songs first? We'll do artists. So I'm going to tell you guys right now. Um, <laughs> I fucking hated this year because I'm such a predictable piece of shit, dude. I just listen to the same shit apparently. So four of the five, four of the five uh, top artists have been on my top artists for like four years. <laughs> so, so starting from number five, we're gonna work our we're gonna do a countdown kind of situation. My top five artists of this year. So number five, Joe P. Joe P. is really good. Um, I like his music a lot. Now asterisk to that. Um, and what makes me laugh about this is that I only know slash regularly listen to, um, two of his songs and (laughs) I just apparently listened to them so much that he was number five this year for the top artists. That is so dumb. (laughs) That's so ridiculous. There's no way. There's no way. Okay. Whatever. Uh, number four clans clans is a, uh, Oh, I love clans so fucking much, dude. You guys have got to get on the clans train, okay? Clans is a, I guess it's what's considered like a project offshoot of this other guy who is on the list, so, you know, we'll get to him. But he's like an offshoot. It's a lot of indie stuff, and uh, I guess it started it when he moved to L.A. back in 2014. But, dude, you guys have got, like, fucking, every song is a banger. Every fucking song bangs. Like, his album, Chapter One, that's like one of my favorite albums of all time. Like, honestly, like there's no bad song on there. Um, well, it's not a bad song, but you know, in the middle of the song, in the middle of the album, he does a instrumental, which is like, cool. Hey, whatever. But you know, I'm like, no, I want the, I want the heat because you got the first three tracks. The first two tracks are great. And then you hit number three with this song called ride. Holy fuck, dude. That song blew my fucking balls off when I heard it. And I'm pretty sure I got it in a discover weekly. And that's why discover weekly is not always awful. There's some I've discovered some of my favorite some of my favorite songs, some of my favorite artists through Discover Weekly. And so it can't be all that bad. If you're going to listen to one song, listen to Ride from Chapter 1. And so <clears throat> I finally decided to listen to the whole album. You know, I knew a couple clan songs, but I was like, "Nah, cuz I I I don't listen to full albums that much. I'm more of an individual song guy." And so what I try and do every now and then, if there's a song that I love and I've just been like spinning on high repeat, I like to go and listen to that whole album to see if maybe uh, you know maybe it's maybe it hits maybe the whole thing hits sometimes it, sometimes it works out that way sometimes you find that oh you know I guess that was just the one song that I really fuck with it's you know sometimes it's not bad it's just like oh I guess I just really identify more with that one song <clears throat> chapter one blew my mind the last three songs on chapter one made made me ball my eyes out when I first heard it because it was just so powerful to me home is where the heartache part one home is where the heartache part two glendale bangers after bangers dude and then he also did this other uh oh what was it oh um oh dude the fucking ep if life is a marathon this love is a sprint lavender days lavender days by clans is like literally one of the best songs i've ever heard in my life so good so so good i kind of thought clans would be a little higher up but four hey that's cool and he has been on my Spotify for the last three years. 
Number three, Matt and Kim, of course, because I'm nothing if not a piece of shit 2010 hipster. You know, hey, fuck them. I love Matt and Kim. Matt and Kim, I would fucking kill a man to go to one of their shows. They did a tour. I missed it because of money issues, and I couldn't get time off. And I hate myself for that because it looks really fun. And they actually have a concert on YouTube, and it's just incredible. They put on such a good show, and I would kill a man to be there live and feel that energy and just be there holy shit if you're not familiar with matthew and kimberly they're the ones that did daylight you know it, it's in a bunch of dun, 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 dun. i love that song it's <laughs> i'm not gonna clown on my own shit i unabashedly love matt and kim if i were to if i were to describe them in a word or in a phrase if i were, had to describe them i would say they are uh bliss pure bliss pure bliss grand is like one of my other favorite albums that's the one that had daylight good old-fashioned nightmare holy that's such a good fucking album matt and kim i love matthew and kimberly love them and they're always going to be on my top artists i've just accepted that because you know you know we all know daylight but that was another thing where i uh, i knew like one or two of their songs and then i i got high and watched their uh, concert thing cuz you know you just kind of get high and wander sometimes <clears throat> and i watched their concert and uh, holy shit i liked like every song and i love them and i want to kiss them on the forehead it they're very good um number 2 tyler the creator love the boy love tyler the creator igor is literally my favorite album of all time <clears throat> i can't i well i, I like each individual song is so incredible, I think. I love the production. I love the lyricism that uh, this this man uses. I love... Oh, the music production is just out of control, dude. New Magic Wand? Stop. 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 The New Magic Wand performance, the Earthquake New Magic Wand from the Grammys, I think it was like in 2019. I actually don't know. But it, look it up. Look up the New Magic Wand Grammys performance. That is next level next level performance ship unreal i love tyler the creator there was a there was a period of time last year year before where he was like all i listened to for a good month or two two or three months <laughs> all i listened to was tyler the creator because like i i liked a lot of his songs and i loved igor and so i was all like all right hey let's listen to everything he's ever put out <clears throat> and i did and uh it's all pretty solid you know some some songs I don't fuck with super hard. Some I do, but I think that's just uh, that's what comes with art. You know, you like what you like. <clears throat> and then number one is uh, num- my number one artist is Nico Plus. Nico Plus is the uh, the creator of Clans. You know, he he Nico Plus is like his artist name, but then he does these different projects. He does Clans. He does uh, I believe it's called Marathon. It's like an '80s synth kind of thing. He does a couple different things, and so you know, I listen to a lot of Clans. I listen to a lot of Marathon, and so. <clears throat> Nico Plus, just by extension, is going to be number one, of course. And I already talked about clans, and he's the same dude. I, you guys got to get on the Nico Plus clans train, seriously, seriously, seriously. I love his music. Um, I'm kind of surprised by like how little music I listened to this year. Because okay, so uh, Nico Plus, I was in the top point five percent. I'm a top point five percent fan. Spent six hundred minutes together. I feel like I listen to a lot more music, but I guess not. I guess I got more into podcasts this year, which speaking of podcasts, and we'll get to the songs in a second, but I just had to highlight this podcast thing for a second because 
I guess I I don't even know. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts on Spotify. I I listen to a this is embarrassing. I really like the podcast uh, Smodcast with Kevin Smith and Scott Mosher, but uh, the old episodes aren't online anymore. And um, the only way you can listen to them is um, through a Google Doc <laughs> that some guy made because some guy has been downloading them throughout because they're not really doing the podcast anymore. <clears throat> and so I guess I just have been listening more to that than actual podcasts on Spotify. So I'm just going to go through. Well, I just want to say one thing. I guess the funniest part about the podcast part is that. So <laughs> number four is this podcast <laughs> is the say it again podcast because yeah I've listened to my own podcast I listen to it to get back in the groove of things or like kind of think about like oh well that that made me laugh that was kind of boring or whatever you know I listen to it from not from time to time but I I'll go back and listen to it every now and then to be like oh that episode was good that was funny or to remember what I talked about or you know whatever you know fuck you I don't have to de- <laughs> I don't have to defend myself to you but I've listened to my podcast at least, I've listened to every episode at least like once or twice, just from, just, you know, just because I fucking want to. All right. I want to. But so that's my number four. But number three is the Joe Rogan experience. And I, that's funny because, and this is not a joke. And I'm not trying to like cover my ass with this or anything. I listened to legitimately, I listened to exactly one episode this year. Because he had a director that I like on. He had he had Kevin Smith on. And I listened to that one episode. And that's my number three top podcast for some reason. I don't know why. Because I don't particularly like Joe Rogan or his podcast. I think he's a good conversationalist. And I don't... I don't know. Everyone says he's like harmful or whatever. I don't really think so. I think he's just a guy doing a podcast. I just don't think he's that amazing. And so, yeah. Seeing that in my top three... That's weird. That's weird. Uh, number two was How to Barbecue Right with Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. The guys, I, dude, I never thought I'd be the kind of guy to listen to a fucking barbecuing podcast, but here I am. I loved it. And number one was the Exploring Series. Uh, he did. He does YouTube videos about like the SCP Foundation and Warhammer and stuff. Talks about lore a lot. <clears throat> does audiobook readings and stuff. It, I don't know. I like his stuff and I like his SCP coverage. And so that was my uh, that was my number one podcast. Um, all right. Guys, the songs, the songs of the year, guys. This is what I was waiting for. So my top five, should I do my top 10? Because they make that other playlist where it's like, hey, here's like all your top music. And I think it's in order. We'll just do the five, actually. This has been going on long enough. Top songs. All right, get ready. Number number five. Uh, I really want to stay at your house by uh, Rosa Walton and Hallie Cogan's. Um, you may not know the name or the artist, but it's the song from cyberpunk. <laughs> um, I'm going to be playing it, uh, under, under while I'm talking right now, just so you can kind of hear it. But I, I recommend you, uh, look up all these songs and give them a spin. Look up all the artists too, that, especially the underground guy, that super underground guy, Tyler, the creator you should check him out and he needs some, he needs a bump. I didn't expect, uh, I really want to stay at your house to be in the top, but I really fuck with it. And as I've said, I've put a bad amount of time into cyberpunk 2077 and dude edge runners i just rewatched edge runners for like the second time that is such a good fucking show that is such a good fucking show and you need to check it out honestly they're all talking about doing like a live action cyberpunk uh show or movie and like yeah that'll be cool and i think the production value will really be cool you know the sets and like the costumes will be incredible but like i want like another season of edge runners like it does it well it can't be the same characters but like you know 
make it like a, a different Night City story, just in that same animation style, because that animation was mm, beautiful. Um, so that song hits, and it's a really good driving song, and I think that's why it's on the here, because I've listened to it a number of times on my drive home when I'm just feeling good, and I just crank that shit up, I, I roll the windows down. Oh, man, that shit, that shit hits. Um, so that was number five. That, you know what? That whole cyberpunk soundtrack is incredible, honestly. Like, the game was a disaster and shouldn't have come out in that state, obviously. we've I've, You've heard me bitch about it. You've heard me talk about it. But, like, <clears throat> oh, that, that soundtrack hits, dude. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't think they have the official album on Spotify. I actually don't remember. <clears throat> but the, you you got to check out the cyberpunk soundtrack. It's really good and really captures the mood. And it's just perfect. Number four, another one of the upsets, honestly, because this is another one that I didn't think that I um, really listened to that much. Uh, honestly, all these songs were kind of a surprise to me because I, I had going in, this <laughs> like sport commentary, going in, I had no idea what to expect because in previous years, there are songs that I like really, 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 really fucked with and had spinning on like astronomically high repeat like all year and uh like uh, dude like uh, probably like my most listened to song on spotify of all time not a joke is probably uh caroline please kill me by pff, forgets the forgets the artist's name <laughs> oh my god um caroline please kill me by coma cinema um that is probably my most listened to song on spotify ever and i'm kind of surprised it wasn't on this year but whatever so normally i can kind of predict um, what what uh, what to expect? But uh, this year we had uh, a cyberpunk song, and then uh, another song that came from my Discover Weekly called uh, "Live from Hell," um, which by uh, Glowbug and uh, Eddie Hermita. I don't really. Uh, it's interesting. I just. I guess I just got really into that song. That's just one of those things, and it's just. I don't know. It sounds kind of emo. It sounds kind of cool. Like I don't know. A little bit of screaming, a little bit of uh, rock. Uh, my girlfriend clowned on me because she was like, it sounds like Christian metal. I looked it up. It's not It's not a God song. He's just talking about hell. I looked it up. I, it just kind of hits. I, I don't know. I, I like jamming out to it. it and uh, It's cool. It's a good song. And <laughs> it's pretty underground because I was trying to find, um, I don't know. I was trying to see if they, I like to see if like songs I like have like music videos and stuff or like, if it's on the gene if it's on genius or something like that so i can like look up the lyrics but i mean dude even finding the lyrics for this fucking song is hard and that's how you know some shit's underground if there's like no official lyrics on spotify or on google um so it's it's good i recommend checking it out it's it's playing right now and you should uh give it a spin live from hell number three top song is probably the biggest upset of this entire list and it's no it, you know what it's not embarrassing fuck off uh, not to not to from uh, RRR. <laughs> so let me paint you a picture. I'm scrolling through Netflix and I always see this movie RRR. It's like some Bollywood flick, and I'm like, oh, that looks fun, or oh, that looks kind of corny or whatever. Um, and it's fucking three hours long, and you know the 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 scene that they have for like the little teaser is not amazing. And I was like, oh, whatever, all right, and then cut to sometime later and me and my girlfriend my roommates were sitting around trying to find something to watch and i was like oh there's that bollywood movies like rrr it's three hours you want to 
you want to just like look you want to just like start it and kind of see how goofy it is and then you know oh yeah we'll start it brother in christ dude that ended up being like <laughs> the best cinematic experience <laughs> like i've seen in years like i fucking love that movie and i think i might be a bollywood fan but what's crazy about bollywood okay so then movie's incredible it's ridiculous uh it's hilarious because the whole thing shot in like 4k and there's like 20 straight minutes of credits it in the in the beginning it's so funny but that's the thing it's like yeah it's goofy and it, oh yeah it's funny but then it's like actually really good so about you know end of the first act because it is a three hour long movie so i mean you know end of the first act we get they go the 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 <laughs> the main characters go to a uh, a little party, a social event, and you know it's all about it's it's about Indian Indian patriotism. It's actually one of the most patriotic movies I've ever seen, actually. But it's about you know when the English kind of invaded India, um, and so you know they're getting clowned on. They're like, oh look at these, oh look at these Indian people. You know all these white English dudes are like, oh look at them, oh they're f- these filthy natives or whatever. You know whatever they're saying, and then. Um, Oh man, dude! Then <laughs> some music starts playing, and then he goes, uh, "What does he say?" He goes, uh, "Not salsa, not flamenco, my brother. Do you know not to?" And the British guys all like, "What's not to?" And then, like, and I'm not exaggerating. Like the best movie scene I've ever seen in my life happens, <laughs> and it's the not to, not to, and like. I'm going to say you need to watch RRR. It's three hours. Grow up. I'm saying that for me too because I got to grow up about movie lengths. RRR. Watch it all and experience the not too not too the way that it was intended. Don't look it up on Spotify because they took it off fucking Spotify, dude. And now it's just some shitty cover and it's not very good, but it's on YouTube. So I say watch the whole movie because I did not see the not too not too coming and I was laughing but then I was also laughing because I was like god damn it I really actually like this um and so watch it get the intended effect and then if you absolutely okay look if you absolutely cannot be fucked to watch a movie just look it up online this shit okay here's the thing that about the not too not too that song won a fucking oscar it won the oscar of the year I think it was 2021 the year that came out it won the fucking Oscar for best original song, which is insane. And I'm pretty sure, and I'm not 100% sure because I don't know where Slumdog Millionaire sits on this, but I think that was one of the first Bollywood films to actually win an Oscar. Again, I'm not super sure what um, what Slumdog Millionaire kind of classifies as. I don't know if that's considered Bollywood or if that's like an American film. <clears throat> so I might just be talking out my ass, but I mean, that was like one of the first times that um, India won an Oscar, Bollywood won an Oscar, and it deserves it. The dancing choreography is incredible. The song hits. Gets me hyped. Watch the scene. Well, watch the movie. If you can't be fucked, watch the scene. Trust me. Seriously. Anyway, so that was number three. Because I apparently listened to that fucking song a lot. Before they took it off Spotify, which I'm still mad about, but whatever. Number two is a song that has been on the uh, Spotify rap for the last three years. It's always been... It's always been two or three, which is hilarious. It's Leaves by Joe P. That's where Joe P comes in. I actually didn't expect Leaves to be on the uh, on the list this year because I thought I'd kind of taken <laughs> taken some time away from it. But I guess not. 
uh, Leaves is a good song. Um, I, I, the reason I listen to it so much is because um, I. Okay, so the way that I write sometimes is that uh, I'll hear a song and I can just like picture the scene in my head perfectly. All right. And so for a movie that I want to make, um, the song Leaves hits in the credits and it it really works for me. And so I listen to it a lot to kind of get ideas. And I thought I'd kind of uh, chilled out uh, this year, but apparently not. It keeps moving distressingly further and further up the list. Um, <laughs> it's a good song. Check it out. I think it goes on a little too long. I think the last minute, I don't know. I, I hate when a song goes on like too long or like the end of the song is just like a bunch of like moody sounds or whatever like oh man what was that one i think it's the song hazel i want to look up uh who that is just to give credit where it's due and i hope that i hope it's the song but it's called uh hazel and it's a really good song but then okay hazel by roy blair it's a really good song but like the whole last minute is just like atmospheric noise and a little bit of music and the song the song is over like when the lyrics stop, you know what I mean? Because the rest of it's not like a song. It's just kind of like, hey, here's like another minute and a half of like just noise. And it's, I don't know. I don't really like that when the music does that, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just an asshole. So, yeah, the end of Leaves kind of does that a little bit. And, you know, I usually skip the last uh, minute and a half minute. Uh, it's the first two verses that really hit. I don't know. Because, like, I love that. You probably hear it when I'm talking. <clears throat> All right, boys. Number one song this year. Number one song. Again, another upset. And I really, I don't know. I really feel like I listen to more songs more times because Spotify is telling me, hey, you played this song 45 times this year starting on January 4th and it still sounds perfect. That is really cool and cute that they uh, tell you like when you started listening to it and how many times. There's no way I don't. That, there's no way. There is literally no way that <laughs> the song that I listened to the most I listened to 45 times. There's no way I had to have listened to Caroline, please kill me at least like 60. Like you know what I mean? <clears throat> I'm probably pushing triple digits with that fucking song every year. I mean, I, it's bad how badly I like that song, which didn't make it to the list, which I'm kind of surprised by. So. The song, 45 times this year, starting all the way back in January 4th, The Distance by Fever Dolls. Really good song. Really captures the way I kind of view, and it's not about a hometown, and it's not about the shit that I tend to attribute it to. I think it's about, I think it's about religion, but, um, <laughs> you know, whatever. You get, you get from art what you get, you know what I mean? You know, de- death of the artist, I guess, but, um. To me, it really captures a feeling of like how I view my hometown and a lot of what I want to do with uh, with the movies that I want to make. Really capturing like uh, captures that feeling for me in a weird way. And I guess it says something about my mental health this year because the line that I identify with the most is, um, uh, "Won't you go <clears throat> make the most of a bad existence because you're so much older than you ever planned to live with?" And that fucked me up because I kind of realized that I feel the same way because you know I moved out last year and I guess I just never uh, I guess I never thought I'd get this far <laughs> which is to say like the first step because holy shit I left my parents house holy shit but I don't know I guess I just really identified with that song a lot and it just bangs too <clears throat> you're probably hearing it right now and it just it also just kind of bangs so I don't know it's 
it's a good song and and i'm not like shitting on it or like i dislike it because i don't have a ton to say about it but it's just like i didn't i didn't see it coming but it's a good song to it's a good song to be on my number one 45 times there's no way i had i had to have listened to like clans you know what song i am kind of surprised is not on there is uh juliet by clans oh man that's such a good album too <laughs> i'm not even talking about my number one song anymore um that album, Wherefore Art Thou, Bromeo, great song. Juliet is one of my favorite songs off that album, and I listen to that shit a lot. And then I listen to uh, Sometimes I Think About You While Dreaming and Cowboy Candy. I thought that I listened to like those songs like a lot more, but I guess 45 was the limit. So those are the lists. To round us off, Spotify gave me some more random bullshit that they made up that I can't imagine no one cares about. Um, they give you like these tarot cards about like your taste in music i don't know i'm just gonna like i said for posterity's sake um i'm i got a collector so what it says is your taste is sublime you listen mostly to your own playlists and we totally get why they're perfect after all and that's true i do tend to lean more into my playlists if you guys this is stupid it's plugging my spotify but if you guys do want to follow me on spotify um check me out I'm pretty sure my, my Spotify is linked through the podcast um, page on uh, Spotify. But I just make a lot of playlists. I don't know. I'll, I like what I like. Anthony's Very Neat Playlist is like what I call the, the dumping grounds of the good shit. It's just where I put like all the music I like. <clears throat> it's like my main thing that I listen to. Because my thing is that I don't, I don't like algorithm-based content, really. I'd rather like discover stuff, which is why I never add songs to my likes. Because then it just like fucks. Well, I have a couple songs in my likes. <clears throat> in my likes, you know, I have like some basic stuff like that I love. Uh, you know, the tracks that I never skip um, to kind of give it a baseline. But you know, I never add new songs to my likes. Like I added, <laughs> I added shit to my likes when I first downloaded Spotify, like fucking six years ago or whatever. Um, so you know, I don't really like that. I like to just kind of discover stuff, but uh, so I do mostly through playlists. And Anthony's very neat playlist is my main thing. So I mean, if you want to check that out on Spotify, you don't have to. But Anthony's very neat playlist, it's public. Check out what I'm listening to. And uh, that is Spotify Wrapped for 2023. A lot of upset. A lot of a uh, lot of uh, shit I couldn't have predicted. Amazing that Natu Natu keeps winning. I mean, first the Oscar, and then it makes it to my Spotify wrapped. <laughs> Dude, holy shit, it just keeps going. It just keeps reaching new levels of the stratosphere of fame. It's ridiculous. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it this year. <laughs> this year. Yeah, I mean, Spotify wrapped this year, but that's going to do it for this week. Um, if you want to email the podcast, say it again, pod at gmail.com, S-A-Y-I-T-A-G-A-I-N, at gmail.com. I'd love to see uh, your Spotify wrapped. I mean, I always look at people's on uh, Instagram, but hey, if you want to send me yours, I'd love to see it. Um, and yeah, check it out. Holy shit, we did it. We're back. We're back. I'm excited to be back. I love doing this show. Uh, thank you guys for listening so much. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it. All right, guys, we'll talk to you uh, next week. And uh, hope you'll join us when we say it again. <laughs>